Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Mental Health Evolving Mindset podcast. And we're delighted to be joined by Maureen Gilday. Good morning. Good morning, Phil. How are you? The sun is shining. The and, weather uh, is fine. So I'm in a very, very good mood this morning. Uh, oh, me too. I do suffer from that, um, you know, when it's gloomy outside, I sort of mirror the weather usually uh, in my mood. <laughs> so when the sun's shining, I've always got a bit of a spring in my step. But uh, absolutely delighted that you could join us um, this morning. And yeah, just, just for our listeners, anyone who's listening in, if you just want to uh, give, a, give a quick sort of scope into who you are, uh, what you're doing, why you do it, pretty much. That's okay. Lovely. Thank you. Well, you introduced me, lovely there. Thank you. My name is Maureen Gilday. I'm a wellbeing coach and a wellbeing practitioner. And I provide a whole, for me, it's, it's more that mind-body connection. The therapies that I provide, um, I like to be able to just pick out a little toolkit, something that's specific for the individual. So I provide what you would class as the traditional complementary therapies like massage, Reiki, reflexology, aromatherapy. Um, and I also um, use mindfulness techniques, emotional freedom techniques. Have you heard of yeah. the emotional freedom techniques? Yeah. So I try and, you know, sort of ensure that I've got a whole range of therapies that would be suitable for the individual. Um, why I do it, um, a lot of the... Um, therapies I use sometimes people can't uh, access them I was diagnosed with cancer 11 years ago and as a result of being diagnosed with cancer I received complementary therapies which really did help me to recover you know on my journey well-being you know just having a, a something nice to look forward to that's what I thought it was just something nice to look forward to however I soon learned that um it's really, really important for the emotional, psychological and physical well-being of people who've been diagnosed with cancer. So I um, set out to like, learn some of the um, therapies myself. So, so now <laughs> they are quite addictive. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm actually qualified in a whole range of things. So Indian head massage, aromatherapy, reflexology, massage, Reiki. And I support, mainly I support people who've been diagnosed with cancer um, with their emotional well-being, their physical well-being and psychologically as well. So that's something I'm really passionate about because initially when I was trained, um, a, lot of, a lot of therapists are told that they can't treat anyone who's had cancer. They can if they've had specialist training. Um, so, you know, that's really important that anybody who is going to be visiting a therapist is to ask them, are they specifically trained in cancer um, services? So that's really, really important to get that over. But it's so beneficial. It really yeah. is so beneficial. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely brilliant. You know, um, I wasn't aware of that until, until you come on. Obviously, you see people on LinkedIn and, and, and you try and make connections with people, but that, that's it. it. must give you a lot of satisfaction and a lot of sort of, um, you know, help you with the motivation where we're working with people that you know, because you've got that. I'd imagine you've got that level of empathy when you're working with the people because you, you've been there yourself and you know how difficult it can be. 
Um, no, I, I think that's I think that's really great. And we we do a little piece of work with um, giving a bit of a, a, a plug here, a bit of a, a shout out. Have you heard of Sam's Diamonds? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we we train their CEO and uh, some of their staff in mental health first aid a few a few uh, months back, and I'm doing some work with them in in um, in the next month next month oh, or two. Really? Yeah. So um, Samantha, I think, and her name is. Um, Sam's diamond so yeah so it, it, it's Sam and she's the same she works with a lot of uh, a lot of people and we're doing like an employability program trying to help people get back into work and find the self-esteem again and find the, yeah. the confidence again and stuff like that and we're working on on the mindset but also some employability stuff as well with them um, but yeah no absolutely fantastic so how did you um, how did you find a pandemic with, with regards to um, your business you know you know how much of an impact did it impact you um it, it did because initially all of the work I was doing has, has been face to face um so obviously when the pandemic hit um I have been in I do support it's a Facebook group it's like for mummies with cancer so we do some support with them yeah. um and I was doing lots of things online with them you know sort of got the I didn't know how uh, mindfulness techniques and you know sort of well-being courses would actually translate online, online yeah. but it's been amazing it's been absolutely amazing um, supporting and um, doing the mindfulness doing emotional freedom technique you know putting some relaxation sessions together so I incorporate um, like a well-being box so I've got um, aromatherapy. So it's like a little powerhouse. I call it a powerhouse. So it's a little bit like a Vicks inhaler, but we yeah. add essential oils to it. So I use them to anchor the feeling of relaxation, of being calm with the aroma stick. And um, so we sent out boxes to um, some of the ladies in the group and, and did some relaxation sessions. So what I thought was going to be impossible has actually turned out to be really beneficial for people. Uh, you know, we're, we're the, obviously you're a guest, it's all about you, um, but just to, to mirror what you're saying, really. So we, we were thinking that we were like, how can we mm-hmm. support people now? We've gone from being face to face and about 15 people booked on, on a wellbeing programme, for example, um, being Liverpool City Centre or one of our venues. And we'd have three, four people turn up. Yeah. And you're like, oh, and it's like, so it was such a waste, but it, the people who did turn up really benefited from it because it was more sort yeah. of person-centred, shall we say, rather than a big group. But since the pandemic and we went online, if we've got 15 people on a chances are we get 13 because it's from the comfort of their own home. You don't have to get on a bus. You don't have to travel yeah. somewhere. You don't even have to pay any money because we even think, don't think about that, do we? The fact sometimes could be financial barriers could be, I want to go on that programme, but I can't even get on. I can't even afford the bus fare to go and get there yeah. so um we've by going to online we were originally we were like how is this going to work out because we do mindfulness we have our mindfulness and relaxation coach paula she's yeah. been doing videos and, and was doing that she did a session last night believe it or not the the mindfulness session last night in the program um and yeah originally we were like how's this going to work you know are people going to come are they going to well, yeah but we've found that um it's completely blew up pretty much where yeah. I think over during the pandemic we supported over over a thousand people during you know and most well it was all over digitally as well yeah yeah we couldn't, have, we couldn't have hit them numbers 
we genuinely could not we were delivering five and six nights a week and you know we would have been exhausted if we were having to travel to places and stuff like that because the facilitators are working from their own home and, and going on for them doing like a couple of hour workshops or, or, or uh, well-being sessions with them um it, it worked it worked yeah, better so I, you know the pandemic's been horrific and it's been you know i'm not saying that it's been but in other ways it's been it's opened up different avenues to us as businesses hasn't it where we can go like even this today yeah. you know by the time you go i used to have like i can get i can book in 10 meetings a day now yeah. you couldn't do you couldn't do that if you were driving around <laughs> and you having to go places you'd probably get two or three in if you were yeah looking. yeah so absolutely you can make it a bit more efficient as well yeah okay so that's it. So obviously, um, so just telling you to share share thing around. You obviously moving things online, which was difficult. Yeah. Um, so, what about personally? If you if you don't, I want to only share what you're comfortable sharing. But, <laughs> you know, with with the pandemic, so you know your business and operationally wise was impacted, and you had to adapt. What about personally? You know, what 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 was the difficult things that you found with it? Um, I think personally for me, it was really difficult. Um, I'd been employed previously and um, in the October, I'd gone self completely self-employed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was, it was like, oh man, you know, this is not the timing. perfect yeah. time to do this. Um, so, you know, I was thinking, oh, and I didn't get any support either financially as well because a new business, you know, um, so, you know, I was sort of, what am I going to do? Um, and I, I I think for me, because and although I've been an IT teacher, this is a little bit different, isn't it? Zoom is new. Um, all of the social media and everything is, is it was fairly new to me. Um, my, my background was IT in terms of, you know, sort of office programs and, and teaching those. Um, so it was completely new. So I just used the time. I used the time to, to train. So I, um, I, I've already been an EFT practitioner for a number of years, an accredited EFT practitioner. So I used the time and become an advanced EFT practitioner. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've done lots of different training. Um, I linked in actually with um, a community interest company called Beautiful New Beginnings. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 fantastic. And you know, we have I do some of the well-being sessions on there for them, yeah. and we have reached thousands and thousands and thousands of, um, you know, pregnant mums, um, new parents, supported them with the well-being. And um, so, you know, I think it's just it gives me that time to just make some connections and collaborate with different people. Um, and do some training as well. I thought well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and make the most out of this because one to do get up and running. Uh, I may not have the time to you know sort of do what I want to do in terms of training. So I just tried to take the positive from it and um, do what I could. Yeah, really. Yeah, we, we we've sort of been the same. We're, we've been guilty of working in the organisation and working in the business rather than mm -hmm. on it. You know, we've just yeah. been delivering and supporting and giving, you know, what we didn't really do we, in hindsight is we, we haven't developed ourselves. We haven't done any of our own personal development. We've just been too busy sort of yeah. just out, out there trying to support others. And, and, you know, we'd be proud of that as well. Don't get me wrong, but you, you, I look back and go, maybe at the balance could have been a little bit more and um, develop ourselves um, a little bit more. We've got loads going on moving into our, a new office in, in, first of september so 
Um, okay. We probably are. I'm probably I'm probably downplaying it a bit. We, you know, it just feels as if it's just it was like just overwhelming. But you can feel that shift in. I think the pandemic's still going to be around, and it's going to be like the flu, and all that's that's what they say. But yeah, we're learning to live with it. But there's a greater sense of sort of energy, isn't it? When you when you see you see people now, and it's not all as doom as and gloom as what it had been. Yeah. We're seeing we're seeing referrals starting to starting to drop off a bit now, which is good indicator. You now we get referrals in from GPs and um, social prescribing link workers across Liverpool, and in the peak of it, oh, we were we were just we were just yeah. overwhelmed with the amount of people reaching out for support. But we're just seeing them numbers sort of just tail off a little bit now, which is yeah. a which is a good thing. Um, yeah, I think it's that you know it's that blended approach now, isn't it? Moving forward, having some face-to-face services and still keeping an online presence as well you know keeping some services online for those that may not want to come out or are unable to come out you know some of our ladies who have had surgery or they haven't chemotherapy and radiotherapy it's debilitating it really is debilitating so if they can access services from the comfort of their own home that's going to be great for them you know for new parents who are not able to get out to still be able to have some services online is going to be, um, you know, sort of some of the comments yeah. we've had is, you know, it's been a lifeline, probably the yeah. same as yourself, yeah. you know, it's been an absolute lifeline. I don't know what I've done, would have done without having yeah. the services available. Um, you know, some people don't have families around them to support them. So each person's needs are very specific, aren't they, and they're individual to them. Yeah, I, you know, I was I was just nodding away just to you because it, it's exactly we just mirror exactly what you've just said. You know, we we, we didn't want to do online, and then now I'm like, we can't we can't remove it from the business. Yeah. We can't we can't remove this arm of the business because there's too many people benefiting from it. But saying that that's what they prefer to do. So at the end of the day, we need to meet the needs of 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 the, the beneficiaries rather than yeah. what fits what fits for us so by we use the same language but by having that blended approach we say well yeah we'll be running some online stuff or we're face to face you know there's this and giving people that almost like a menu as such as well, what, yeah. what what best fits you you know what we're, what we're doing here and, and and letting them be that you know being in control of what access what support you want to access yeah um, absolutely yeah it's, and i think the online and some of the stuff that we we can go a whole program where we don't see the face they don't say a word yeah. yeah and then we get the most amazing testimonial or amazing feedback at the end of like the six-week program and we're like oh we didn't even we weren't sure whether the auto blogs was engaging was getting anything yeah. out of it or yeah. whatever and then you could you haven't you have just haven't engaged and then you'll get like a big you know a big essay of how much it's changed the life and it was the lifeline and it was yeah. the one thing they look forward to each week just connecting with other people even though they didn't talk listening to people going through similar things to them and all that and it was like some of them have blew us away where we've gone we didn't even know whether he was on we didn't even know whether he was there is he still awake um, and then what we what the beautiful thing is that we love is people may start off with um, some cameras off and no no engagement to then after a week the cameras on and they're engaging and, and they're getting yeah. getting involved they built up a bit of confidence to, to, to do that um which is great it's so, amazing isn't it when that happens yeah yeah it, it's been it's been uh it's been lovely but I, but I think i think it's got to stay as, as an arm for people because and i get it you know if you're suffering with your mental well-being 
you know, you may not. I know it's the self-stigma. I, I know that and we're trying yeah. to remove these barriers and stuff, but it must be difficult to walk what we put on. We always thank everyone for being so brave for walking into our rooms because it took a lot for them to do it, yeah. uh, for being really mm -hmm. honest with you. And, you know, but some people like that comfort of just, I don't have to switch my camera on. Can be a little bit sort of, you know, I can get the support, but I don't really need, people need to see who I am yeah. and stuff like that. And, yeah. and I get that. And, and, and also, if I am struggling with low motivation and low mood, you know, do we really want to get up and get on that bus and travel into whatever the venue that's going to be there and walk into a strange room with people who we don't know and start looking at all the barriers that yeah. are there for people? And I'm with them. That mirror, as I said earlier on, we used to get low, low turn ups for people who have booked out screaming out for support, but then would have low turn ups where on the online it's sky high. Yeah. The the actually, the attendance yeah. and retention. You're removing some of the barriers straight away, aren't you? You know, it's the anxiety of getting from A to B, you know, got to leave the house. And um, and plus then, you know, people are more familiar, aren't they now, with technology and Zoom? They're more familiar with it and they feel more, you know, comfortable with that yes. rather than uh, being in person. Well, one well, well, uh, feedback you said, listen, I, I am, if you put it in the chat and Zoom, I am here. I'm getting loads out of the session. I just prefer just to, just to just when I get home, like you know, of an evening, when yeah. I get home from work, I just like to get my dressing gown on and just chill. And and, and that was and that was it. But she was engaging and she'd come into the chat and she'd do yeah. all that. She just didn't come. So people, yeah. uh, it made us think about it in a different way and go, you know, it's about them, not us. Doing yeah. whatever they, whatever they need. Well, it was funny. I had a, a lady on on one of my mindfulness sessions, and she was actually doing it in the park. And at the end of the session, like, you know, sometimes we do a little bit of a relaxation as well. So we do some mindfulness and do a bit of relaxation. And I said to her, said, you know, I said, um, just, just going to let you know that I'm not just going to let you drift off. <laughs> I don't want your phone sleep in the park. Yeah, <laughs> she went, and she loved it. She, you know, it's just, it's, it's letting people access it, isn't it? From wherever they are. What's good for them? Absolutely. You know, we do we do a load of uh man, it's really it's one of our really important sessions as part of our six week program, is it? And and it was a bit of a game changer with me. I was never in the present moment. I'm always thinking yeah. five steps ahead. Uh, I'm always analysing what I've done. I, I I lived this world of everything's got to be gold plated, everything's got to be, you know, a certain standard. It's, it's, it's exhausting to be that to be me, if I'm honest with you. And um what I've tried to do and what mindfulness done has just got me to to park it, yeah. you know, and the thoughts will come in and out and stuff, but just, oh, I've got to do that. Like, okay, well, I'm doing this at the moment. So you can, you can, you can pass by them and, and just getting in that, even if it's only like 10 minutes a day yeah. and I can feel the difference. It's like a, if I'm a back, I call myself me, me battery. If you think of a physical battery, you know, yeah. I always, I'm always depleted by the end of the day. And, and, but when I'm doing my mindfulness and I can do it maybe two or three times a day in small doses, yeah. I just feel as if my battery's charged again. Yeah, my, a little bit more energised, aren't yeah. you, afterwards? Yeah, that's it, um, absolutely. Yeah, I know one of the comments from one of our ladies, she said, I think I've spent most of my life on autopilot. Pilot. She yeah. said, because I've, I, all of the things that we, you know, we discuss in the sessions, the key concepts, you know, there's, there's little themes that we bring in each week and, you know, working with thoughts and, you know, obviously what you've just spoken about and, you know, like the emotional systems and things like that. And she said, I think I've gone gone through most of my life on autopilot and I've never noticed anything around me. Yeah. We, 
it was just funny you say that because we were me and my wife took the um took the dogs for for a walk through the pandemic. That was one of the positives for us. You know, we love mm. walking now. We can walk for five miles, eight miles, ten miles, whatever. And um I remember saying so, so I went, oh, look at that over there. And she, my wife said, are you, are you having a laugh? And I was like, what? She went, you never seen that. And I went, no. It's like I was I was looking at it through with, with, with my eyes open for the first time. She went, yeah. always been there, Phil. She said, you're just too busy on your phone walking. Yeah. So in other words, I'd be walking the dog and I'd still be answering texts and emails and blah, blah, blah. And, and it, it was a it was a bit of a wake-up call for me, if I'm honest with you, Maureen. And what it turned around does, I went, right, okay. Any walk I go on now, my phone stays at home. Yeah. And I'm be present and I'm, I'm starting to take things in and stuff. Great. So I, I sort of get where she's coming from with that, where mm. I don't think I was even taking things in. Yeah. Just too busy, too busy, five steps ahead, you yeah. know, uh, and stuff like that. So no, it's absolutely brilliant that other people are experiencing and more more people are open to it now, I feel as well. Do you? Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think the common the common um, question you're asked is, well, what's the difference between mindfulness and meditation? Yeah. You know, is, is there a difference between mindfulness and meditation? So the mindfulness is just that, becoming aware, just noticing, being present and noticing and just having the awareness of what is coming up for you in the present moment, where the meditation is the formal practice, isn't it? You know, you can have a formal practice and you can have an informal practice. Yeah. You know, some of the sessions I'll say, you know, have um do do something mindfully for the next week, whether it's just brushing your teeth, whether it's having a cup, a drink, you know, just noticing the texture, the taste, what it looks like, temperature, having a shower, you know, just have a shower and just notice the water running over you and notice the temperature of it. So then that's just a small activity. We're trying to prolong the mindfulness throughout the day, not just that practice for 10 minutes when you sit and meditate. Um, it sounds so simple, doesn't it? And, mm. and um, you know, I, I was given that task a, a good while ago and I just started laughing. I said, I'll tell you what then, I'll, I, I'll be honest with you, going to be real, I actually went, what a load of bloody nonsense this is. Like, <laughs> at first, I'm not going to lie to you, I did at first, yeah. I was your, your typical caveman. You know, you're probably wears mindfulness <laughs> practitioners wears nightmare. Big, big, stocky, six foot tall bloke sitting there going, "What's this? What's this nonsense?" A lot of people chatting about here, and I turned up and said, "Right, okay, I'll tell you what. Then go ahead. I'll do food, right?" Mm-hmm. And I realised that how fast I used to eat my food, I had no concept of what's gone in, what what I've just put in my mouth. Yeah, and and most of the time I wasn't even tasting. Even though there would have been a taste sensation there. It was just, yeah. it was a more of a function that I did rather than enjoy it. Yeah. And I just started slowing down. And was exactly what you said, the temperature, the textures of the different ingredients, Colors. what it tasted like, what it yeah. smelt like, started to get into my senses. And I was like, I, you know what? I was almost using the words as what you, the lady you just mentioned before. It's like, it feels like this is the first time I've ever properly. Because I really, I just, I just, because I'm always on the go as well, I'm moving and I'm having a butty and moving and I'm eating and blah, blah, blah. I'm actually stopping to actually enjoy the meal. Um, I'm just, it's just a function that I need to do to survive. Yeah. So I just throw it, I just throw it down. And I'm not even really thinking about that process and what it is. And I enjoy food a lot more now. 
Um, I can tell by my belly, but, uh, <laughs> but no, it, it's absolutely, uh, it's true what, you, what you're saying. It's just enjoying that yeah. moment. And, and, you know, and I bet there'll be a few people listening into this and go, what the hell is he going on about? <laughs> Have an open mind and give it a go. That's yeah. all I'll say. It's a completely different experience, isn't it? When you pay attention to it, when you're in the moment rather than, you know, we can multitask, can't we? And we can, you know, answer the phone, we can be on the emails, we can, nothing's getting any full attention, is it? No. You know? No. So it's a completely different experience when we do pay complete attention to one thing at one time. Oh, brilliant. I've absolutely, uh, I could be here all day with you. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just talking about all different stuff, but I think there's definitely some some room for collaboration with our organisation and yourself as well. Absolutely. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of the wellbeing programmes we run. Mm-hmm. Yet we have, we, we've had Paul who, who deals with some of our mindfulness and relaxation sessions. We had Vicky. Vicky's now on maternity leave. So um, there could be a scope here where we, you know, we join up and, and ask you to get involved in some of, some of the things Fabulous. that we're doing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully, Vicky, if you're listening in, uh, we miss you. Um, <laughs> hope everything's going great, and we can't wait to get you back. Um, but yeah, so there could be some other uh, things that we do. Fantastic. So anybody who's anybody who's listening in, Maureen, how, how can you get all the? How can you get in touch with your service? Um, email info at maureengilday.co.uk. Um, telephone, you can either leave. Uh, message or a whatsapp i don't mind a whatsapp or some people don't want to speak on the phone so that's 077 and you can find me on facebook instagram maureen gilday therapies and i'm also on linkedin so if anybody wanted to get in touch there are the different ways that you can um, contact me yeah thanks and, and any listeners who are, who are here um, highly recommended from Evolving Mindset. Um, I hear lots of good things about the organisation from Maureen. So please give it a try, give it a call, um, get people booked in, and um, we'll take it from there. And that's it. I've been your host today, Phil, um, and hopefully you enjoyed this podcast, and we'll see you next week. Bye, Maureen. Bye, Phil. <laughs>